Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. This is your host, Ashley Mendoza. And it's your girl, Victoria D. Wells. We're back today with a special guest once again. What is your name? Hi, I'm Stephanie. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Stephanie. Thank Stephanie's you. actually a really good friend of ours. Yes. yes. She's fucking smart and beautiful, and we're here so. to talk about some fun, interesting stuff. Yes. We're here to get in our feelings. And it's you know Simpin' nice. After Dark. And not only are we going to get in our feelings, we're going to bring up some R&B music, and we're going to talk about how those lyrics correlate my favorite word correlate <laughs> to our real life relationships because uh what's better than having your feelings all up in a song and when it's relatable that's like the best song when a relatable ass song comes out and you're just like wow that's ironic because this is exactly how i feel about this man yes exactly the best thing you could ask for on this podcast is finding a song and being like, shit, we're about to talk about this. It's a very fucking prevalent thing here. Yeah, you know, very regularly, Ashley and I will text each other and be like, we need to have this song on the podcast. <laughs> There's too many. I feel like we're just like trying to like get shit, shit off our chest or like talk about something. So, you know. I mean, and what better way to do it in, than after dark? At after the dark. Wild Seven Headquarters. With our cute little Los purple Angeles. fucking drinks. Right? Cheers. Should we cheers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Um, all right. So today we have a song. Oh my song. god, that shit is so strong. <laughs> it's straight up gin. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are thinking. A little right squirt now. of that grapefruit Ooh. juice. Ooh. <laughs> I, I can fuck with it. It's um, bomb though. It's bomb. It's definitely good. So you know what? I think we should get into our song. The song that we chose. Like let's just Let's get into it. Let's talk about our artists. Let's do it. Um, it's Kiana Lede. The song is called Attention. It's off her album Kiki. She dropped earlier this year, which Brand is new. really fucking good. It's really good. Everybody check it out. Shout it has, out to Chocolate. <laughs> yes, with Ari Lennox. Yes. Like, it has so many bops, so many great features. Um, this song, Attention, though, is like one of the slower songs. It's kind of like a ballad. It's like piano, whatever. So, like, definitely you'll cry and shit. Um, very the, relatable stuff. This song, when I heard this song, I was like... I'm in my feelings. Yeah, definitely. Like it, it is not. It's not. It's not like a, a big old bop. It's like a slow bop. This is a, this is a bop. Like <laughs> it's a bop. It's but a yeah. really slow bop. I feel yeah. like it's a slow bop. I fucking love a good slow bop. But like you could I mean. sing along and like, I don't know. Stephanie, have you heard the song? Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> Ooh, that's okay. We love introducing people to new I music. Know. It's good. It'll be a surprise. Have yeah. you heard of the artist? No, I haven't. Oh, well, that's what well, I go love. listen to her. I know. That's what I love about your guys's podcast. 
podcast though is I love hearing new music, but I'm so not that person that is willing to like dive into like different do the research. Do the research. And yeah. so I'm always hitting up Ashley, like, Ash, I feel this way. Can you please send me a playlist? <laughs> and she always sends me the perfect playlist. She's like, Can you send me a sad playlist? I swear. Like <laughs> okay, I have a sad got playlist. You. I have, she like, really a happy is playlist, the queen of playlists. Vegas playlist, Joshua <laughs> Tree playlist. Like and she'll be like, give me a minute and I'll send it to you. I'm like, thanks. Yes, which by the way, we do have a Simpin' After Dark playlist that you guys can follow. Um, it's just called Simpin' After Dark. And or it's on Spotify. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on Spotify. So um, my username is like Ashley with two Ys, M91. So you can either search that or just search Simpin' After Dark. I think it's like the only thing on there. Or you it doesn't can have that all, many songs. I think you can also search. I think if you look up mine too, it might pop up. I'm uh, B Wells with two S's at the end. It's a collaborative playlist. Yeah. So it's no, both of ours. We be adding shit. We be throwing songs on there. You know, we be throwing stuff on there. <laughs> so uh, let's play a clip of that. Let's play yeah. a little clip. Let's hear it. No, there ain't no way I can't let you win. There could be no How are you feeling? Attention. How are you feeling? Um, at least you paying attention, right? Oh my goodness! Like even if we're fighting, at least you're paying attention. She said, "I'm always up for war." Like, damn. Okay, I know sometimes Toxic. like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to play like okay for the dudes who aren't here. I feel like that's a thing. I feel like women will start arguments if they feel like. Ugh, he's not feeling me if you're not paying enough attention it's like a child though you're going back to your child (laughs) stephanie's here to put us in our place y'all so (laughs) i am um trained in therapy i am not a professional therapist yet so when we talk about the other things in the future of this podcast um i am not giving professional advice nor disclaimer am i an expert in um what i will be discussing but i am three years into grad school and i have like you know i'm very close to finishing so i do know my shit though okay so basically (laughs) stephanie Stephanie, she'll listen to us bitch about stuff, and she'll be like, "Oh, no, I Dad, love you to draw have daddy issues." No, baby. I just and love I'm to like, draw. Damn it! I love to draw the parallels. I'm like, you know, this is probably why. Have you looked into this? How is your childhood like? You know, yeah, Stephanie these connections. She likes to give you sound advice, yes. so you can't just go to Stephanie and like complain and like she'll talk shit with you and like agree with you. She'll like give you logical Analyze. advice no, and I be know. like, "Well, maybe you should grow up." <laughs> I just she analyze. helps you self-reflect. No. But you know what? That's my favorite thing. Like I, I'm, yes. I'm a big self-reflector, and I think it's really important to self-reflect. And mm-hmm. I think it's important as a human being to self-reflect. So, like, to me, like, you're my favorite type of person. I'm like, fucking tell me. Like, please help me. Yeah. yeah. Some people hate my brother. He just told me he's like, when I want to complain, I'm just complaining. Do not give me advice. I'm just like, fuck. Okay. Like, I'm just like. Yeah, because it's, it's like, like I think a lot of times so people know like what they're doing is wrong or toxic or yeah. childish or whatever. Yeah. But Speaking it's of. like you just want to like talk your shit and like sometimes it's like you know what's the right thing you should do, but yeah. it's not what you want to do. Yeah, you like, know, you know, like in this, you know, these lyrics, it's like I know that it's bad attention, but I'm still gonna do it. Yeah. Speaking of, let's let's start it up. Like verse yes. one, we open up and she says, "I complain, throwing shade day to day. I'm acting up, feel away, only way." how to make my guard stay up. So she straight up, it knows 
that she's acting up and she's throwing yeah. a fit because mm-hmm. she's insecure. Her mm-hmm. guard is up. She's, I mean, not necessarily insecure or she is feeling guarded in some way where she's just like, fuck, I don't want to let this person in. So you know what? I'm just going to fight him. Yeah. I'm gonna fight him. Cause you know, if like you act normal and it's healthy, then you're going to get in deep and have to open up and be vulnerable. Sometimes you don't want that. Yeah. You know, or is this guy giving her the attention that she needs to though? Maybe she's not. So it's like, I'm going to fight with you in order to yeah. get what I want as well. I think it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So interesting. So you're looking at a perspective of like, perhaps he's not, <clears throat> excuse me, perhaps he's not delivering what he should. Yeah. So she has to put up, like she's got she's a, a fight. She's afraid. Like yeah. I'm not getting the full attention I need, but I'm afraid that if I just keep it cool, you're just going to like leave me. Leave, and so yeah. I'm going to act up because then you're going to really respond to me and give me the attention that I exactly. want. Mm-hmm. That's literally the pre-chorus. Yeah. She says, cause if I let my feelings out, it's my luck that I'll bore you. Exactly. I'm trying to keep yeah. you around. Don't go yeah. walking out on me. Damn, Stephanie Literally. is the fucking real wow. real. Never even fucking heard this song. She fucking knows exactly wow. what the fuck Keanu wow. Day is about. Just like, by the fucking first little you know, verse. Do you know how smart this is? Somebody <laughs> give her her wow. fucking master's degree right the fuck now, bitch. Almost there. PhD. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so then we get into the chorus. There ain't no way I can't let you win. There could be no reason. Ain't nothing that you did. I'm always up for war. I'm always making shit up because even if we're fighting, at least you paying attention. Damn. So, okay, so. I feel that. Is <laughs> that, is there like a term for that? Like when somebody, what is like, an, I don't want to say an attention seeker, you know, mm. but like, what is that? What does that stem from? Like always stirring up the pot. Type is that, shit? Is that could be because you lack You of didn't get attention as a child. And so when you don't get attention, I had this, um, uh, when I was doing my internship, we had to go to these like um, weekly, like weekend, like um, specialty courses kind of thing. Okay. And for children, they found that, and it continues an adult, you repeat that same thing that you're used to. That's how I get attention. Would you rather have, uh, if you were starving, would you rather have a soggy bag of chips or nothing at all? And mm. so when you are not getting the good attention that you want, give me that then soggy. You, I just rather have the soggy bag of chips because or else I'm going to starve. Yeah. And so that's what kids do. They act up when they're not getting attention. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to ignore you now because your bad behavior. It's like, no, if you were consistent, then they wouldn't be, you know, acting up. They'd they wouldn't get be erratic. Yeah. yeah. They'd get the good chips. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we want all the good chips. So it happens, <laughs> it, instead of being with your parents, yeah. you end up choosing the same kind of relationship, and then you're, you know, trying to act you're just up. You're constantly fighting, because it's like, well, this yeah. is the only way I get your attention. And does that come behavior. from, like, comfort of, like, that's what you know? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the only way that I know a... You know, close relationship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Our, wow. I just... <laughs> Because it's like, it's it's sad because you end up being the thing that hurts you. Like yes. you end up doing the thing to you that yes. is like causing you pain. It's like, you're literally pouring salt on your own fucking wound. You're literally making it worse. Yes. Yep. But, but it's almost like, it's like, it's like an addiction to something. A vicious cycle. Yeah. Literally. Oh, like, it's, it's like, you know, up. if you're addicted to food, you're eating it and it's, you enjoy it in the moment. But and you feel so guilty yeah, after? Yeah. It's like, 
bro. And I'm all admit, I've definitely yeah. started a couple fights because I was insecure or of I'm not course, insecure, yeah. but like I was feeling like I neglected. Yeah, neglected, dude. Yes. Yeah. And so it just like, and after, even if I got it, it wasn't right. It didn't feel good. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't satisfying. It's toxic. But it's unhealthy. You could have at the time. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So sadly. would you rather have that or nothing? Right. Yeah. Eventually I that. went nothing. Yeah. It's either. It's because like you, you start this fight. <laughs> you grew. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you start this fight, get mm-hmm. that attention or you have to break up and be alone. Yeah. yeah. Alone. I'm like, uh, that's scary. Alone is a <laughs> yeah. scary feeling. Oh Especially my when you don't know anything else. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you'd rather have something than nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally agree. Okay, so then we go to verse two. If you know about me, that's what love means. Got to pick a fight to take up your time. I'm talking back because that's all I have Damn. to make sure that I'm in the front of your mind. You're just making sure you're always on their mind. Yeah. It's like if they're like, I'm going to go out with my friends. It's like, what? You're not going to be with me. So we start a fight. So at least they're like attention is on you versus being with their friends. Okay, mm-hmm. but so can we, this is mad fucking toxic. I know. Totally. This song is terrible. I mean, not like in the, I like the song, yeah. but it's like, it's really bringing some fucking demons to the forefront. I feel yeah. Like. It's so honest. I love this song. It truly know, is. It really is. Because I think at this moment when you're like, when you're dead ass picking fights with someone just to stay, bro, that's some future shit. Or like ruin their night. Yeah, yeah, like when they go out with their friends and then you end up starting a fight just so that they don't have a good time with their friends. And then oh. it's just like, oh, just, and you've seen those couples yeah. before where you go out with a friend and then they're just like upset the whole time because their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, was, you know, started a fight with them right before they left. Yeah. I'll be honest, I never did that shit. I just thought that was disrespect. I know someone that <laughs> like I want to bring on the. It's happened to me. It's happened oh, yeah. to me for sure. Oh, yeah. But I know someone I want to bring on the podcast that's been in a relationship like that, oh. where she's had a man like show up <gasps> at girls' night, just like walk in, and everyone's just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's fucking yeah. weird. Like to pick a fight in front of all the yeah. friends, like that shit's mad. And like they have up. to be so blind and manipulated to be, keep taking that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you got to wake up from that. Hmm. Exactly. Wow. Then we hit the bridge. Ain't no other way. Ain't no other way. Can't straight up. Can't keep it easy. Can't can't can't, keep it easy breezy. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) Ain't no other way that you'd up and leave me straight up. She's just basically I'm saving us. I'm saving us. So she's like in her brain. She's like, I'm doing this for us. Yeah. Wow. This is fucked up. Like. Yeah, that's what you have to listen to the whole album. It's like so many songs like this. It's just like she's going through it. I love it, though, because you want to know what I feel like to me, if you're self-reflecting, you're growing like to me, if you can go and you can say that. Okay, yeah, I did fucking pick fights. And then yeah, yeah. the fact she's saying all this like has got to be therapeutic. Like she's self-aware at least, you know, so it's like it's like fuck like that's uh Cringe. And it's cringy. It's so cringy to admit or to like actually verbalize. It's like, I do do that. Yeah. No, you know, like, I think this fuck. younger generation, because she's like 23, you know? Uh-huh. I think this younger generation is really good about like being fucking honest about their feelings. That's yeah. really cool. Because <laughs> I feel like our generation, we're like the the first to really like yeah, make wait a normal. Minute. Yeah. Because like our parents before us were yeah. so unaware. Like, yeah. like some of them. If you have depression, then there's, it's just like, what? Well, some of them, yeah, exist. they deny like the existence right. of mental health. They think it's like taboo or like some like you're crazy demonic shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, Bro, no. do you know how many times like you're being dramatic haunting me as a child? You're dramatic. You're the most oh dramatic child. I would just be like, 
which we'll get into. I got fucking feelings. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess what's the chorus again? And then the outro. So that's pretty much the song. She's just like admitting she knows it's like a dying relationship. She's not getting the attention or love that she wants. Mm-hmm. So she's just like stirring the pot. She's trying to like ruin shit. She knows it's going to push him away. But so Ashley, have you, you ever know? have you ever stirred the pot? Fuck yeah. I'm so <laughs> mentally unstable. Just kidding. Stop. <laughs> no, but like, um, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, you know, yeah, when it's, I've been in my fair share of relationships that are dying and it's just like you're fighting for like any last bit of attention or to like save it. And it's on both ends. Like, you know, it's usually not like just one. I think yeah. it's like two people being like fucked up. No, I agree. It definitely takes two to tango. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. if if. And, you know, I dated a really nice guy one time and yeah, we never had fights. And I was like, wow, it's not me. What? That's crazy. Yeah, bro. We really, we really like would not fight like at least about anything like in terms of like our relationship and like trust Mm -hmm. or anything like like anything where it would like spiral out of control. No, that's tight. No, dude. (laughs) I can imagine. No, but and and that's what I mean is what I'm saying. I was like, wow, it's 100% not me. I always give the energy I fucking (laughs) receive. And, you know, if you nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Like Mm -hmm. it's only when you gaslight me, when you try to manipulate me, when you try to fucking do shit to me is when. When I'm going to start turning the motherfucking heat on. You can have issues. I will start problems. Yeah, that's crazy. I guess there's probably just Stephanie a bunch just of internal listening. shit. Okay. I guess well, we all got shit to deal with. I think we're um, about ready for a little a little intermission here. If you guys need to go get a refill on your drink or something. Yeah, we're, we're about to get into some uh, psychology shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're going to get fun. We're going to take a little break. So <laughs> deep. we're going mm-hmm. to play the song out real quick. And uh, let you guys do that. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. we're back welcome back from our intermission uh we just want to shout out wild seven headquarters in downtown los angeles and we also want to shout out the wild seven podcast we out here they're back with a new episode by the way can't wait to listen to it on the way home honestly (laughs) my eva okay so honestly the reason why we brought stephanie on this podcast was so she could tell us about all of our problems in front of everybody fucking shit on me Uh, before she came on the show we actually took a test what's it called steph break it down um so it's a questionnaire on early maladaptive schemas uh, by jeffrey young and um, sounds scary what does that mean yeah so um the like technical definition i guess you could say is pervasive self-defeating or dysfunctional theme or pattern of memories emotions and physical sensations developed during a um, childhood or adolescence and elaborated throughout one's life that often has the form of a belief about the self or the world. So it's basically <laughs> like shit. a stereotype um, like that you form um, of either like beliefs about how others treat you or of yourself, like not being good enough or um, being suspicious of others. So it's this like um, so common- So you like fall into like a stigma. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like a like, common what's belief. What's fucked up about you and like why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so me and Ashley took the test. We did. It was like what, 90 questions? 90 questions, yes. I blasted through that shit. I was like, hate everyone, mistrust, don't trust. <laughs> but it's good. I you know, yeah. like you have to be completely honest when you answer this, or mm. else you're not gonna get like um, you know, an applicable, you know, answer. Oh, say know? that again. <laughs> applicable. I love that. Love <laughs> it. It got her excited. Yes. Okay, um, so um, Oh, who do you want to reveal? Like, you're the boss. This is your episode. How are okay. you doing you, this? You are, like, disclaimer, okay. you are a therapist right now. So I, like, I, can I, I legally can't say that, right? No, I am not a therapist. <laughs> I will be getting my degree in a couple months. But, um, you but know, disclaimer. I, yes. yes, I did, a, you know, in my internship, a year of therapy. So I'm trained and stuff, but just not, you know, licensed, I guess you could say. So technically, this is not professional. Okay? Yeah, we just force her whether Don't she wants to Don't sue me. Just like me and Victoria. <laughs> I'm not getting professional take everything we say. And the Stephanie says with a grain of salt, exactly. you know, go home, do your own research. Exactly. It's shit you can find on the internet. Do some introspection yes. and, and just always, do better. Like yes. try. Go see a therapist and say, you know what? I want to look into my early maladaptive schemas. Yes. <laughs> Ask your therapist about this shit. She's so hot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Imagine that's your therapist, though. Right? I would be like, ma'am, I can't concentrate. <laughs> Counter-transference. <laughs> Oh, just say all these intelligent I'm words. All. Keep it going. <laughs> Google it. Say these SAT words to me over and over again. Um, yeah, okay. So there's 18 total schemas, but interestingly, um, Victoria and Ashley uh, shared uh, two of the same. And so basically, you pick the top three of the 18. So I'm going to score them, and the three with the highest scores, if I saw you, um, if you were my client, then I would choose the top three, and that's what we would work on the most. Um, basically so the, the top three most fucked up. Yeah. Like you're basically all Like you got all up, the issues, but, <laughs> but these are the three these are the most prevalent. Yes, yes the right ones, now. The ones that you scored We'll talk about in. the other ones later after we get through these ones. <laughs> um, okay, so it was... Healthy. Um, <laughs> mistrust and abuse, um, insufficient self-control or self-discipline, self-sacrifice, or having unrelenting standards or hypercriticalness. So um, they both got... Uh, mistrust and abuse and unrelenting standards and hypercriticalness. Um, hold on, hold on. You mean that the ladies on the Simpin After Dark <laughs> podcast have unrelenting standards? Yeah. Oh, and okay. mistrust and abuse. And mistrust and abuse issues? Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, Is that why we're simping? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then so um, Ashley also got insufficient self-control or self-discipline. And then Victoria um, got self-sacrifice. So basically, Ashley can't control herself, and I will sacrifice sacrifice myself so you'll love me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. All right. Awesome. So um, I so the I gave Ashley this test um, probably like almost a year ago or something. Yeah. Um, so she got to hear, hear her like cringeworthy answers, but Victoria has not actually heard the details of um, what these mean. So yeah. I'm gonna read these off and say what it means to her. So this is gonna be like her. Because that's the reaction. funny thing. Yeah. I feel like if you read like all of like the names of them, you could probably guess which one like you could relate to. Totally. But once you like get into like what she's like about to say, that's when it's like. Oh, like mm -hmm. this. So basically, I'm going to therapy with you <laughs> guys 
right. Uh, I need it. Yay. (laughs) Unprofessional therapy. Yeah, unprofessional therapy. (laughs) Disclaimer. Disclaimer. (laughs) Um, Okay, so for mistrust and abuse, it um, says the explanation, or the, I'm sorry, the expectation that others will hurt, abuse, humiliate, cheat, lie, manipulate, or take advantage usually involves the perception that the harm is intentional (laughs) or the result of unjustified and extreme negligence may include the sense that one always ends up being cheated relative to others or getting the short end of the stick. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, though, can I be honest? This is why I love talking about this, because it's it truly lines with the things that I've been reflecting on in Mm -hmm. the past years. I've literally been like, okay, wow. I do have that problem. I always Mm -hmm. think, oh my God, someone's going to lie. Someone's going to try and fuck me over. Someone is going to try and steal something from me, take something from me, use me. No one has your best intentions like in mind. Never. And to the point where that when somebody does, Mm -hmm. I like overgive to them because I feel like it's so rare. Mm. But like I'm trying to redirect that trust into myself Mm. so that I can tell myself no matter what happens to you, you will be good oh because yeah what no you're gonna be once i go into the details of like so there's also core <laughs> that oh my oh god oh no <laughs> i'm so fucked up no 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 no. there's also so once i explain okay, all okay. them there's core belief coping styles and so that is how you show the mistrust and abuse so there's three different styles you could either surrender to it avoid it or overcompensate it and it sounds like you do both, yeah. depending on your situation. Yeah, definitely. So we'll go into that. I'll explain these first. All right. Okay. okay. So um, let me just start crying now. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one. Um, so I guess I'll go over the one that you both have in common: um, unrelenting standards or hypercriticalness. So this is the underlying belief that <laughs> one we both must have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's good. I think you guys are pushing each other because. Okay, look. So it's the underlying belief that one must strive to meet very high internalized standards of behavior and performance, usually to avoid criticism or shame, um, typically results in feelings of pressure, difficulty slowing down, um, and in hypercriticalness towards oneself or others. And then so it says, uh, unrelenting standards typically presents with perfectionism, rigid rules, and shoulds in many areas of life, such as unrealistically high moral, ethical, cultural, religious principles, Earth or damn. Yeah, or preoccupation with time and efficiency so yeah. that one can be more accomplished or a sense of being driven to accomplish and achieve at a very high level, often across many areas of life. Yeah, because then it's like, I'm so successful, nothing matters. Mm. Mm. But Dude. so here's the funny thing. We'll go into Ashley's insufficient self-control, self-discipline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the pervasive in- inability or refusal to exercise sufficient self-control, self-discipline and frustration tolerance to achieve one's personal goals or to restrain the inappropriate expression of one's emotions and immediate desires. So what's funny is when you have both insufficient self-control and unrelenting standards, you go through a vicious cycle. You are such a perfectionist that if you ha- don't have the confidence and control to actually get it done you're in this vicious cycle of procrastinating like basically you have all these goals for yourself that you won't even go through with because it's like if i'm not going to be the best then why am i I going to do this yeah right but that's why i'm proud of you guys for doing this podcast because you guys are pushing yourselves against some of these you know schemas that you have about yourself and it's just like i'm actually going to continue doing this you guys have you guys are in your second season yeah so that is you know pushing yourself to stay consistent and still following through with something that you know it may i gotta say simping after dark is 
the most consistent thing in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I can attest to that. And I can also agree to that uh, because it is also the most consistent thing in my life. It honestly is the only thing I'm like, well, I know Lisa got simple. It's keeping me together. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. no, I definitely, I feel like I definitely reached that perfectionist standpoint where I'm like, if I'm not going to do it right, then why fucking do it? So you're going to half ass it. There's no point. There's so many people that are like that, that, you know, I I can't, I'm going to be so embarrassed if like I try hard at this and then I still don't do well or still don't yeah. succeed so i'm not even gonna bother and why that shit bother fucks with you leads to like depression totally. it's like because then you're just like i'm not doing shit with my life yeah yeah i was reading about that like before uh, the podcast like earlier today about the standards when just like about how like you can like be so like driven to like do these things like in order to get love from the people closest to you because mm-hmm. you feel like they're not going to love you unless you have all these achievements and are proving yourself constantly yeah, so it yeah. just leads to like the cycle of like it's like needing approval it's like love me please because i'm doing this and this and this so it's like imagine that on top of like you're too scared to do shit oh it's like it's (laughs) It's even worse fuck yeah Yeah. toss in some anxiety yeah and and that's what you got it's Mm -hmm. like it it but you know what at the end of the day if you're self-aware if you're recognizing it exactly then the first step that helps you know is accepting it and then you can move isn't acceptance actually the the second step isn't the first step denial? The f- so in um I guess in a day right. like it would be steps. it'd be denial and then and then um like recognizing that there's a problem yeah okay and then acceptance, acceptance. okay so oh. you first have to say I have a problem yeah and then you go to um, I like accepting that. okay you know I do have a problem yeah. and I need help so, so you're already a step ahead you by saying I, I have a problem you already moved past the and denial stage yeah, so I good think for you. Yes. like bam. I wonder it's not a big deal it's fine no I'm actually okay that's yeah. where you're still in denial exactly and no matter what someone says like you need help if you're in denial you don't don't even bother trying with that person you have to let them do i wonder if like framing like those steps that way is kind of like a way of like giving like that whole like checklist satisfaction of like because it's like (laughs) you're already three steps in like just by check it off just by admitting you have a problem you're already three steps in versus if it was like the first step it's like for what yeah you know that's what i mean so mm-hmm. it's like you're already girl, like you already doing it you already said you had a problem yes go, i know go, i'm go, toxic go. okay <laughs> now just gotta fix it you yes. know and that's better than like not knowing you have a problem not being self-aware and just mm-hmm. like being like a ball of like fucked up feelings you so know that's yes. why our girl our girl comes through and she talks about yo i got a problem i'm starting to fucking fight so she's already at at that acceptance stage she's already mm-hmm. three steps in so you know what girl yeah Hell yeah. Hats off to you. You go, yep. Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's run All it right. up. What's the next so, one? Um, one more? Hit me even two, more. Two, two so, more. Okay, so um, Vix is, oh yeah, I think it's one more. Um, self-sacrifice. So uh, this is excessive focus on voluntarily meeting the needs of others in daily situation at the expense of one's own gratification. It is, uh, let's see, the most common reasons are to prevent causing pain to others, to avoid guilt from feeling selfish, or to maintain the connection with others perceived as needy. Um, Often results from high standards related to over-responsibility to others, regardless of the cost to oneself. Often results in an acute sensitivity to the pain of others or from implicit belief that taking care of others is morally or ethically more important than self-care. Yep. And I yep. me, I know me and you have had that conversation before where you yep. give and give and give and you still is just like, what am I getting in return from this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a guilt, but that guilt part, 
I feel so, like not being able to come through for someone. I, I can tell you right now that probably 80% of the things I do in my life are out of guilt for like, I have to do this. Yeah. I have it's to do like, it. It's like, even if you have a justifiable like, reason yeah. that you can't, it's like, you feel guilty. I feel guilty. It's like, I have to. I literally feel Because so. then people aren't going to fuck with me or they're not going to like me. And you can tie that in with the unrelenting standards, hypercriticalness. Because yes. if you're raised on a cultural or religious standard yeah. where it's like, you feel guilt for not giving to others or not doing this. And you that oh, Jewish guilt. Yeah. That, <laughs> like, literally. Putting, yes. putting others and all that kind of stuff yeah. before you. And now, again, you have this vicious cycle of self-sacrifice, but feeling shitty. And then, you know, yeah. having these like standards literally yes that is my life i literally wake up yeah. and then i'm like oh my god i want to do all these things and it's like you fucking selfish ass bitch <laughs> how dare you want to do things for yourself you have a mother who loves you you have a, you have a you have family members who need you friends who need you. you have people who need you to come through for them and then i'm yeah. like oh my god i need to go do this and then it's like you're shit you do nothing and i'm like oh god oh my god who's talking yeah. this is terrible like it's just harassment all day, and yeah, yeah. I mean that's why I smoke a lot of weed because I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, and that's what Elsa was reading. Chill. Yeah. Like, homegirl be up there harassing me all day. She'd be like, "You're not perfect. You're not doing this." And I'm like, "Girl, honestly, two minutes, two minutes alone. I just need two minutes of quiet. I smoke a nice blunt, and then I'm like." <laughs> Dude, when dude, I was reading so about all this right shit, now. like I was reading about two different ones uh -huh. and both of them were like, and this can lead to relying on alcohol for coping because there's no <laughs> other fucking way to like accept and like deal with these things. Like if you're not aware and like actively trying yeah. to like fix them yeah. or whatever, it can lead to like alcoholism or yes. just like whatever. You need no, to drink all the time, smoke all the I, time. I, I, smoke, I smoke a lot. I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, it's not an addiction. No, I fucking absolutely smoke because my shit is fucked up. But I will also say that along with smoking, I try very hard to practice meditating, mm -hmm. which I think is the next best thing to being able to control my thoughts. But I, th my I think that smoking also can therapy. be a good thing as yes. long as you are able to reflect even yeah. after you smoke and everything yes. and to actually like implement like what like you thought about and mm -hmm. like, okay, I need to do this. Cause like, I know it's like one time I've smoked before and I just think, oh, I'm gonna do this. Tomorrow when I wake up I'm do and I don't actually do shit, but it was just cause I was high, I was thinking all these thoughts and I didn't actually. But if you actually like, like, I think being, Use it as a tool. being in that mental state yeah. can help you think about the things that you're trying to push away. So what about... That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So I use I can use marijuana to deal with the things yes. that like, I necessarily don't really want to deal with. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, girl, are you smoking to escape? Ex that's... Yes. Or are you smoking because you just want to smoke and you have a day off and you're just trying to chill? Everyone can chill. Yeah. Okay, well, so what, what about what if you're... Reflect on. What if you're like smoking weed and reflecting on, on on all these problems, but it's like it gets into like this very negative high experience where you're just like getting down on yourself and you don't want to deal with it. Like it's not a healthy high. It's just you're getting too much. Is that also like escaping or like well, what do you think? I, like, don't, I think that that's face is making you face the things that you actually need to face. So you're, you're just feeling, like not ready. You're feeling crappy because you're not mm, ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, because you still have to deal with some shit. Yeah, you're avoiding yeah. it, and that's yeah. why it's popping up when you're high. Is because you keep avoiding it when you're sober. Bats. Yeah, because I think definitely weed like is like a way of like making you face like your shit. I yeah. wouldn't say like yeah. the real See, you, but I'm it's like up. your shit. No, but yeah. the thing is, like, I it's know true. I'm fucked up, but like if I smoke, it's just like amplifies it and no. I don't like it so I've been avoiding weed because I don't want to deal with it or like maybe there's more things I'm avoiding mm. I don't know yeah so I think I think that goes back to like that perfectionism because I do feel like mm. this thing I think something that Ashley and I have in common mm -hmm. is like is that was was that one of the things that we had in common too the perfection uh, yes okay cool. Unrelenting Unrelenting okay yeah yeah because yeah. because I know for me like just because I've been in performance I've learned to like work with that 
Like I've learned to work with making mistakes. Cause when you perform, you have to make mistakes. Totally. So it's like, Oh yeah. my God, people are laughing on me. I'm on a fucking stage right now. And I just, I lost my line and I don't, I'm just standing here. I've learned to work through those extremely embarrassing Uncomfortable moments. moments. Yeah. So it's helped me be like, okay, it's okay to make a mistake. Whereas I feel like Ashley, like Ashley's like one of the baddest bitches I know, but she's like, Oh, I don't want to twerk. And I'm like, what the fuck? Throw that ass. <laughs> Because and that's how she gets like a little bit embarrassed sometimes, and I'm like, I don't know why you would ever get embarrassed. So I feel I'm like too in my head like all the I time, mean. and so that's what that weed brings up. It brings up this yeah. idea that you think that if you twerk, someone's gonna be like, she can't throw ass. First of all, I don't give a fuck if you got a fat ass, a small ass. It's Ashley that unrelenting ass, like standard. It's so the unrelenting like, standards. Yes, I'm always yes. like, I don't want to bring too much attention to myself because like where I yeah. want it to people be. People are gonna be talking shit. It's like, yes. oh, they're judging me. They're gonna think I'm looking stupid. And it's like yep. majority of the time, nobody fucking gives a shit no one does and you it's all in, it. it's all in your head yeah it's like well, you're having fun and if somebody's hating yeah. then they're a fucking stupid bitch yeah and also like i feel like when you're high you have this there's definitely this spotlight effect on you when you're yes. high. Like, you feel like walking in somewhere it's like fuck yeah. and it's and it's this idea like that's where if you i feel like if you keep doing it you get over it mm -hmm. because yeah because to me like I've gone through that. And then at one day I was like, bitch, literally no one cares about you. How many times has someone walked into like your work and they're high as shit and you're like, <laughs> you yeah. laugh or you're like, good for you, man. Yeah. I'm like, good oh, for you. Okay, eat this good food. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just feel like, okay, yeah. remember what it's like when you, no one cares about you. Do you yes. think about other people? No, no one gives a fucking shit. Bro. I think honestly like, doing this podcast is kind of helping me with that. Cause it's all like, we don't like stop or edit like the audio at all. No, it's like, it's we just run through. Long, yeah. So it's like, if it's an awkward silence or we say something stupid, like, you just gotta fucking roll with it. Yeah. It's like whatever, and soon we're throwing enough, it out there. People could listen, whatever. Soon enough, we're gonna have Ashley twerking on this motherfucking day. <laughs> Bet. Say, say, give us a couple minutes. Uh, we'll be good. Yeah. All right. So, what does that mean? What do all those things mean? Stephanie? Okay. So again, like it, it's just something that you need to work on. That is maladaptive. It's you know not helping your relationships with others. It's not helping the way that you see yourself. So again, um, so for mistrust abuse that you could either surrender to that. So these demand, are coping mechanisms. The not necessarily coping mechanisms, but there's ways, there's certain coping mechanisms that you use. Whether with, healthy or not. Um, yeah, usually unhealthy. Like okay. for these ones, it's unhealthy. Oh, so, so these are our fucked up coping mechanisms. So there's mechanisms. core belief coping style. So you could either surrender to the schema, avoid it, or overcompensate. So for mistrust and abuse, Surrendering, surrendering to it would mean choosing unworthy partners and significant others or being over vigilant and suspicious of others. So would that be kind of like if you're like, I'm going to pick somebody shitty because somebody's probably going to let me down anyway. So exactly. it might as well be somebody shitty like settling. so I can break exactly. up with them first or like yes. it's bad anyway. Yes. You know? is, or, that, is that also related to like dating some dating someone like uh, you find unattractive or like not as attractive as you? So like you date someone less attractive, so you have like a, like an like a, a reason. Yeah, like you can always be like, well, I can I can always leave. I'm the better looking one. Like, well, I, he's ugly anyway. Yeah, like is that a? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what I mean. Like, is that a re like for real? I mean, I think my friend, my best friend called me on. She was like, you always date nice guys. And I was like, okay, first of all, no, I don't. <laughs> and second of all, and she was like, no, you definitely have this like nice. And I was like. She was like, I don't know. I think it's just because you're really independent and like fierce. So like maybe, maybe you just, and I was like, you think I'm settling? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, damn, that's honest. Like that was really honest. And I was like, maybe, maybe I do tend to go after like, yeah. I don't want to say 
weak god like i don't want to say weak yeah i, I think like, maybe, maybe it has to do intimidating i go yeah. after less intimidating like i don't think men. that it's like that they're like ugly yeah. or less no, attractive yeah. i think it's just more like it's like you know like they're not up safe, to your standards safe, so you have a safe, reason yeah. to leave yeah. or look prepping, down on them or prepping, something yeah so that you still feel like you have the upper hand in the relationship because it's there's something about them that you didn't necessarily want and then so that way if something happens it's just like well you, you know think what? Oh my they god. had this one trait anyway what what actually what oh my god i'm just kidding like also like instead of like going for someone that's better than you because it's like well i have nothing to offer anyway so why the fuck would i go after like a dude that had a shit that has his shit together yeah it could when be i don't have my shit together yeah. so Holy why would i expect yes. some dude that has his shit together to ever want me why would he ever mm -hmm. think i'm worthy exactly oh, oh no exactly. That damn is a perfect example i hate this that's fucked up mm -hmm. this is fuck. the worst ah! yeah so that's only <laughs> one of the ways so, so so me and kiki uh we fucked up yeah <laughs> okay so the next one is avoidance so for mistrust and abuse that would be avoids close involvement with others in personal and business life does not confide or self-disclose so i think this is very interesting i actually had a client that um had this schema and she would be super close with others and try to help do their best to help others and so she kind of had the combination that you have in self-sacrifice and feeling very resentful when people didn't um do the same thing for her didn't reciprocate but it's just yeah. like why did you expect that from these kinds of people yeah and mm. so she would do all the, the all these things for people that would do nothing in return yeah. but she also never um self-disclosed so she was never vulnerable with these people so why were these people going to be close with her anyway yeah if they didn't it's feel a connection it's like a reciprocation so again thing. she puts herself yeah. she put herself in this position so that um to feel like she couldn't trust these people and by not disclosing it would make her feel more distant so it's like i don't trust you well, you never gave it a shot. You were never. Yeah, vulnerable. it's like it's like before mm. going to the party, you're already like, I'm having a bad time. Yeah, like you're already claiming you're having a shitty time yeah. before you even got there, and then and then you get there, and then nobody's talking to you. You're like, see, I told you it was gonna be shit. It's like, dude, you're not it's even like a self fulfilling trying. prophecy. Yes, I love that term. Right? When I forget uh. it, I get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what else we got? Okay, on this overcompensation, bad boy? mistreats or exploits others, or acts in an overly trusting manner. So if you deeply mistrust people, sometimes you overcompensate and you overtrust people. And then, of course, like you. And they're going to let you down. They let you down. So, another self fulfilling prophecy yeah. where you're like, well, I knew they were going to let me down anyway. So, yeah. it's like you kind of push them to the edge. You're like, kind of her, where she's like, I'm going to start a fight in order to like keep them close. But really, you know, it's destructive and it's going to push them away and just end the relationship. Yeah, it's not helping you at yeah. all. Yeah. And you know this as it's happening. You're starting a fight. She literally, she's like, I'm yeah. making shit up. Like, yeah, I have an attitude, like... I'm With your other bitch, like, you know, there's not another bitch. Like, why are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> like, but maybe there is. Maybe there is. Maybe there really is. I don't know, but... Yeah, that, is that, that that mistrust? Yes. yes. <laughs> the mistrust. And so, I do not like this. Yeah. I everything know. I think is, so just everything I think in every relationship that basically isn't in love and gratitude and trust is, like, basically a fucked up part of my childhood. Yes. And so what I would do in therapy is start in childhood and, you know, kind of dig into sorry, the first time that, uh, you know, something happened. And then it's crazy because you would you wouldn't think that you'd be able to think of a specific time. But Stop. Most people do. Are you ready? I actually have a story. I Let's saved it. it for this. Okay. And it reminds yes. me because I took a time little, out. I took. Yeah. So we're like almost <laughs> up to like our should we take another intermission should and then do, hop back into intermission? it let's take a little another intermission yeah All right. fuck it let's really quick really quick pause 
All right, and we are back from inner mission number two. Okay, so I, I'm gonna start it off with a story. Oh yes, let's do it. Because um, my mom loves to tell the story, and I think in part is because it's my mom. But also, it's a cute story, and it's not cute. It's funny, but it's terrible. It's <laughs> fucked up, it's guys. Really okay, so um, so the first thing we all psychology like. 101 life lifespan you know into psychology or whatever is uh you learn about the first thing as a baby you learn trust versus mistrust yes right that's Mm -hmm. the first thing you learn as a baby Mm -hmm. cool so when (laughs) i came out the womb um they put they put me on my mama's chest and my mom's like hello baby (laughs) my mom has an accent welcome to the world baby okay right and then my dad comes up and goes oh let me touch her cheek. Grace is my cheek, and I immediately go, oh! Bad energy. She knew it. Immediately. She knew. Damn. Immediately. Baby's fucking no. And my dad was like, oh, my God. And my mom was like, ooh. And my dad was like, oh, she's feisty. And I was like, that was the first wow. moment. First freaking moment Your of mama should have known right then. <laughs> I was like, wow. Right then. Talk about intuition, mom. Okay? If my I, baby I does that, knew. I am running away with my Throw baby. Throw him out the window. Not the baby, but him. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that daddy out the window. No, yeah. but like, yeah. Okay, so I joke, I joke about it. But yeah, like, that was like one of the first things. Or like, when I was a baby, um, I hated loud noises. And my dad would purposely sneeze <gasps> loud on purpose so I would cry. Yes, Dick. like my he would do it. He would like do a, a big old sneeze, and then I would just start crying. My mom be like, "Why are you doing that?" And he, she's like, "Oh no, no, it's funny, blah blah." And I'm like, "You are torturing me as a baby, like On holy purpose. shit!" Like so, I just never liked like. I, my mom always said that as a baby, I used to cling to her. Like, if we get in a crowd, I would cling onto her. Preschool came around. I did not want to leave my mom. It was like a struggle leaving preschool. So it was like, I definitely have trust yeah. issues. Whether or not, like, I, I mean, whether that was perpetuated, obviously, yeah. was in my life. But mm-hmm. so it definitely like, started. Like, I was definitely a sensitive child. Like, do immediately Do all of the these things, you think, start from childhood? Because, like, for me... <laughs> I know specific (laughs) I know specific relationships that changed me forever, like changed my DNA and how I but like I don't know who I was before. But I'm like get in those relationships. But that's what I'm saying. Like I can't I guess I would need to go to actual therapy to like figure out what those like specific moments were. Cause like for me, I don't know because like I picture like I had like a pretty good childhood, like generally. Mm -hmm. I I know like I have had relationships that really fucked me and changed me mm-hmm. but like do all of them start from childhood do you think i don't I, or do you I think it think could so. develop from a fucked up relationship even in like your like young adulthood i or? think so yeah i mean like i i feel like there's never well, use the word always, never yeah. you know yeah. like you're um, always experiencing things and you're always going yeah. through things, and it could so be something completely unexpected like it could be like a relationship in your totally. 20s that completely I mean, fucked you and yeah, traumatized like a, you or yeah whatever. or like in you know a trauma that happened i mean yeah. you don't expect traumas to happen and so if that happened at a certain time in your life that's how people get ptsd that's gonna yeah. affect you the rest of your life you know Absolutely. yeah so, oh yeah. my gosh so either way seek therapy y'all <laughs> Either way, go out and seek therapy. But, Get to know um, yourself. Uh, be real with yourself. If you don't, if you're trying to like, if you're still in stage one, uh, you can always listen to our podcast because we have some really good simping sad songs. We'll be back next week back on our bullshit. You, you already know. We're going to be throwing bops at you left and right. But we really, we really just wanted to bring this episode 
to the forefront because not only is Stephanie such an advocate for mental health and mental awareness, mm -hmm. um, you're so open and just like, I think you always bring that to our group of friendship. Like you're always just like, it's fucking fine, guys. Like it's fine. We'll figure. It. And I love that. Like about you, I feel like that. It's so. I'm so. And Stephanie is a, a Libra, by yeah. the way. So you know, you're always Which used to sense. me and V have like that Earth energy. Uh, Steph is a Libra. It's an air sign. Air sign. Yeah. So she's, she's very the balance. She's the always very balanced. Literally balance us on both sides. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like we're all like with our titties rolling. <laughs> very analytical. <and laughs> But yeah, so it's nice to bring some new balanced perspective. You know, me and Vic are always yeah. on here. I was like, fuck bullshitting. Man. Steph's uh, like, like, that's actually. fucking childish. <laughs> Steph's like, actually, you have trust issues, girl. Please. And I'm like, what? Yeah, stir the pot. Yeah, girl, like, those maladaptive schemas. Let us know. Like, you know, I took this test yes. like months ago, possibly a year ago. Mm -hmm. It's like, I try to be more aware, uh, definitely. But it's good to know. It's always better to be aware and like, well, Maybe not being the best, but it's better than not being aware and not doing shit, you yes. know? And even in these songs, like, I mean, I hate to tell you guys, but these are these podcasts are actually, like, forms of therapy because if we go back and we dissect a song, you're really, like, you're you're really reflecting on it and what it means to you and what the yeah. lyrics really mean. So to me, it it's kind of like a self-reflection. Like, me being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, throw, I've thrown a fit before. Like, that's mm -hmm. not cute, girl. Like... You should really reflect on that. And I know in this day and age, we love to like be, we like to be cute about our drama. We like to be cute totally. about our mental Make you know, illnesses. Like, like we're depressed. Dark humor, dark yeah, humor. absolutely. Yeah. That's sarcasm. That's that's big in our generation. Yeah. And I know because I'm all about it, but at least even is what we wanted is to just at least bring this podcast to the forefront so we couldn't maybe joke about it, maybe talk about it a little bit seriously. So then if other people can self-reflect on their own childhood, their own schemas and patterns, that, exactly. Yeah. Then maybe they can have better relationships. And maybe if you could talk to your partner and say, damn, you know what? I kind of did lash out on you the other day because I was hungry and or I, I felt like shit about myself. Yeah. I was having a shitty day and I took it out on you. Or like, like I have taking felt. responsibility, yes. taking even partially, even when you feel like, bitch, this was not my fucking yes. fault whatsoever. Just take a tiny little bit of responsibility. And guess what? Your partner is going to be able to open up and listen yeah. to you instead of just like, no, fuck you. Bye. But you know, you're right. Like I should have, I, I could have done oh my this. Um, and I could have tried also, a different way. Like, like I don't know what but, schema but, it is. And I also think that you, you know, you could have done this yeah. as well. Yes. Let's talk about it. Or okay. take but, but is a trigger. Cause people yes. are like, yeah. but I've always yeah. had the one dudes are like, this is his butt. I'm like, but what motherfucker? Like, no. Yeah. It's like, we were no. always taught, even in therapy as a therapist, you never use, but, but yeah. say, good to know. No, but I think like Ooh, that's I think psychological people, shit. I'll be using that it, on my next. There's band. so many and, psychological yeah. things like just hearing about like when you're like asking people to like take accountability or like let them know how you feel or something. Like always use like I. This is how I feel yes. with this versus yeah. like well you did this so you like dude that shit change yeah, my relationships yeah. my life like mm -hmm. oh my god it really does work wonders just like words yeah like I, just do the research I, def I definitely always try to self-reflect before i even approach someone like so it, important if, <laughs> if i have like an issue i'll just be like hey like okay my mom's thing is that she used to hate the word like relax and mellow and and yet like a, a couple weeks ago she was like, like chill like she, if somebody tells yes, you to chill yeah. just chill. yes just chill she's like i hate that dude i'm mm -hmm. like you're telling me i'm like overreacting i think I we like could that. all relate to that so one. my mom my mom hit me with like a relax you're so dramatic and I, and as much as i wanted to flip the goddamn motherfucking table rip my hair out and say what'd you say to me uh -huh. i was like hey mom can i ask you a question she's like sure i was like don't you hate it didn't you say you hated it when like dad said relax and chill she was like yeah 
And I was like, well, like, that's literally what you just did to me. And like, uh, as much as I would like to laugh it off, it's just as irritating. And she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. And she like literally was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't want to do that. And I was like, it's totally cool. And I know like I'm I'm definitely a stickler. I like I, I can't let shit go all the time as mu- as easily. Even after in that moment, I was like, fucking what the fuck? I literally need therapy to teach me how to let shit go. But I literally cannot. <laughs> It's very difficult. Can't, it's can't. very difficult. It's not easy. Especially so. if you're letting it brew, though. That's a problem, Ooh, yeah. too. Yeah, that that's why bring it up. If bring you're not bring communicating the small things, all of a sudden, they're going to be like, and this, and this, and this. And well, then, like, Whoa, does no, it mean, what if you start feeling, or your partner starts accusing you of nagging because you're constantly letting it be known right away? Or over-communication. I've been, yeah. I've been accused of over-communicating. Yeah, it's like, well, you're always complaining about something. It's like, am I? Or am I just trying to let you know Clarify. before it turns into something? Exactly. you know so then it's like you have a fucking problem don't accuse me hey ashley bitch. you know every time you point you have three fingers pointing back at you bitch <laughs> don't fucking do me like that on camera <laughs> but isn't that like a giant reflection of what this yeah, podcast actually is definitely. it's like we low-key be pointing the fingers look we know we're not perfect girl you know how many times i'm on here talking my shit in my head like <laughs> bitch <laughs> you do that <laughs> Okay, left and right. Left I'm not perfect. Right. Yeah, no, Nobody's perfect. Yeah. The point is, we're here to make everybody else, all our listeners, know that like you're not alone. You're not. You're, you're dramatic. Not. We all got maladaptive motherfucking schemas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all cope fucked up ways. We like, all do. No do matter. It. No yes. matter what, you have a maladaptive coping scheme. Yeah. Maladaptive you're, you're not. You're not left out of this shit. This is Everyone about destigmatizing shit. shit. You know, okay, talking wait. about it, so you're not. Just toxic and not dealing with it. Like let's so let's be I, better. I want to bring up the fact that we we did say something. You said you talked about nagging, right? Yes. So I there there was a there was a relationship I had. It was it was a brief one. It was a contender, one of those contenders. You know what I mean? He didn't make it. Exactly. They never did. Didn't make the call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm mistrusting. They might make it. Okay. Um, but so he basically uh, he was also in the industry. And so I had like the film industry, just the industry, the industry. We'll keep it vague. It's not who you think I'm talking about. Ironically, it's not. But he was also in the music industry. Mm. But um, uh, (laughs) Mm. fuck you. Okay, (laughs) can we look at my face? So he was like, um, he had he had, you know, he's doing his thing. He's got a brand. So he's posting all this stuff. He had, he had posted something about me, like, really, really short. And so I wanted to just clarify. I just said, hey, look, I know you got a business. I know you're doing your own thing. You're doing your own branding. But I just wanted to be clear that although you're posting all different types of women, including me and not including me, I just wanted to be clear who has your attention and that that's me. So, like, I just, I just want to clear that up. So I know you're doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. But I got your attention. And he was like. Like double checking? Like being so, like, right? it's me, right? And no, this wasn't even double checking. This was. This is really kind of like the first time we had really talked about it. Like it was okay. a new relationship, so mm-hmm. I had just brought it about. Like I feel like as so because like he was making it seem could. like it was you, but you were just like to make it clear. I don't think he was making it seem. He was just posting a lot of different women. So I was like, let me just make this clear because if you're posting a lot of different women and you're posting me, but then you're also texting me, I can one can only assume that whatever you're telling me, you're also telling these women because mm-hmm. if you're posting them, you're posting me. I know that's a lot of overthinking for some people. <laughs> but welcome to my world. I hate yeah. that, that like okay. just being logical is yes. like branded as overthinking. Yeah, okay, mm. so, okay, right? Like if you look at me and you go, wow, you're so pretty. Oh my God, wow, you're so pretty. And then you look at someone who's uh, 
uh, is interesting and you go, wow, you're so pretty. You'd be like, you fucking tell everyone they're pretty, right? Like, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. So, like, my brain, that's how my brain works. So, he kind of, like, lashed out on me and he was like, well, I told you, you're in the industry. You should know this shit. And I was like, oh, no. What the fuck does that so mean? So, I said, I was like, no, no, baby, read the first sentence. I literally said, hey, I know you got a business to run. Cool. I understand that. He was like, I feel like you're tripping, blah, 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 the blah, fuck? blah. Like, you and can't ask like, nothing. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're misconstruing everything I'm saying right now. Like, look, I'm not trying to say that, like, I'm accusing you of shit or I think you're doing shit. But I just want to, I, I literally said, I just want to clear up my expectations of you. Very clear. I just, I want you to know so my expectations of you. Yeah. Literally. Like, I literally said, you know. These are my expectations of you. Mm -hmm. So if you're posting other girls, but you're texting me, I want to know that I'm the only fucking bitch you're texting. Yeah. Like, you're not even accusing him. You're just asking. You're asking for, it's it's, just not uh, even asking. It's not even a conversation. You're setting clear boundaries. Right. And you're doing those things. Right. It's like, if I went up to someone and said, Hey, if, if you cheated on me, you know, I would leave you. Right. And he'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just literally just seeking confirmation though. So reassurance. Reassurance. So I'll admit it, it wasn't it was in, a, in an instance of insecurity. I'll admit that, you know, but he was trying to blow that shit up. And he was like, you don't understand business, this and this and that. And I was like, I have anyone understand business. But you're low key gaslighting what I'm saying. Like, I know yeah. what I said was in an instance and I admitted it. That's the thing. I was even like, I know that this is a little bit insecure dude but, but if someone fucks you, with like, you we're new we're brand new this they is should have new. no issue yes. giving you reassurance yeah. if they actually yeah. fuck with you like that like yeah. if like like of course for no. trying to make you feel tripped up like that yeah. it's like they're trying fuck to like up. literally gaslight you like make you yes. feel more insecure yeah it's like nah. if they yeah. fuck with you they would gladly give you reassurance so, listen to me they will gladly give you reassurance if they truly fuck with you and like you like that it's so simple. And so, you know what I did? I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I think you misconstrued what I said, so I'm going to head out. And maybe that has to do with my scheme of me fucking dipping out or some shit. <laughs> Mistrust and unrelenting standards all just like, coming to okay, a boil. Yeah, I was just like, okay, I'll leave it alone. But it, I, because I think uh, I hate being misunderstood, bro. I hate being yeah. misunderstood. So when, if I'm addressing one thing and then you're like, if I'm like, wow, this lighter's red. And you're like, oh, you're talking about this cell phone. <laughs> you're dumb. I'm talking about something. I'm like, I'm not even fucking talking about that shit. What are you talking about? But the like, cell phone is orange. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So I'm just like, you know what, whatever. My unrelenting issues or my unrelenting standards are continued and unrelenting issues <laughs> all of them fucks God with damn that. It. standards the issues all of them mistrust abuse god damn it stephanie i just want to say thank you so much for coming on to this podcast thank you for having me guys it's been fun it has been such a pleasure yes it's been lots of good information important stuff that i hope all of our listeners like if you are interested in all this stuff just like look up um what is maladaptive schemas whatever so there's 18 you can't find the test online go to therapy ask your therapist (laughs) go to therapy we all need therapy yeah stephanie if you always post such helpful things on your story and your instagram if we want to follow you where do we do it uh, it's Stephanie underscore Venezuela, like the country. Venezuela. 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 Yes. I love it. And then I'm at Ash underscore Friday underscore. And you know, you can follow me at Victoria D. Wells. And you can always follow the Simpin' After Dark podcast at just that, at Simpin' After Dark. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you listen to us on Spotify. On Tell SoundCloud. your friends and your mamas and your grandmas about it. Your mans. If you feel like your man needs to fucking like 
understand some Take shit. Hint, you know? Like Listen he needs like this. some yeah, because some men are so like against learning about themselves. Like something about introspectiveness yeah. like turns them off. It's like just plant the I don't seed. Know. You know. Listen to this podcast. Tell him to listen to something after dark, man. For yeah. real. You might not like it because we'll be talking our shit, but it's okay. It's been so fun this time, guys. Thank it's you so much. It's been a great much. one. Until next time. Bye.